Yeah, so Flake's in, so he moves out of committee. It probably means that uh, yeah, Murkowski that? and Collins, or at least one of them, is also in, which means Manchin will be in, which means the other one will be in, Heidi which Heidkamp, means yeah. Joe Donnelly and Heitkamp could fall as well. It really, I think, sort of, I'm sure, is being informed by the polling on this issue state by state, more so than R versus D inside the Beltway, what's in the best interest of each of these individual candidates and these uh these blue state, uh, these uh, you know, blue Dems and red states. Um, so now the question is, if he is going to be confirmed, mm-hmm. is he going to have an asterisk by his name? Well, no. It's, oh. it's, the, uh, does November does, do the midterm elections become a referendum now on whether or not to impeach Trump and whether or not to impeach Kavanaugh? Have you just added another impeachment target to the list for contemplation? As it pertains to your vote in November, uh, Mike Scott uh, pointing out during the break that to Brian Fallon, a former flack of Hillary Clinton, saying if if uh, Kavanaugh's confirmed, it won't be for life. Words to that effect. Oh, really? I like so put it, putting the marker you. down. Well, yeah. putting the marker down. You know, obviously indicating if Senate's if Dems get control, uh, okay. yeah. then it, then they'll move to impeach. So it makes it informs the you know issues at bar in the midterm of the November sixth election. For more on this topic, we're pleased to be joined by our friend, New York Post columnist and Fox News contributor Michael Goodwin. Michael, thanks for joining us again. Appreciate it. Uh, my pleasure, guys. Thank you. So, so what about that? Do you think you attack on Kavanaugh to Trump and, and they're both the referendum, part of the, a singular referendum question for November 6th? It's uh, a good point. Uh, I, I don't think Brian Fallon speaks for many people, however, when yeah. he makes that an absolute uh, in the same way, I don't think Maxine Waters speaks for every Democrat when she talks about impeachment as the reason for Democrats to take the House. I think if the Democrats go down the impeachment road and that becomes the, the key of their platform, then I think they'll be making a big mistake. I, I think there, is, there's, there's a, there, there are a lot of Americans who are, of course, very unhappy with Trump and very unhappy now with Kavanaugh. But I don't think it's really an election platform. It's it's part of it, maybe. But I I just don't think it carries the day. I don't think if they were to take the House, I don't think impeachment would actually happen unless Mueller comes up with something significant. So I think these are great kind of bone-rattling denunciations that get the blood boiling of a select few Democrats. But as you mentioned, if Manchin goes, if Heitkamp, I mean, it's going to be very tough to make a national platform on that sort of thing when clearly not all Democrats are on board. They're going to need something broader, I think, not just this kind of hate-driven revenge for 2016. That's just not going to reach uh, a majority of American voters. What moved you most about yesterday's hearing? When it oh, came man, to the, was... I know it was, there's a lot there, <laughs> loaded question, but for, for when, you know, when you watch Ford testify and then when you watch Kavanaugh testify. Yeah, thank you. It was, uh, look, I was, I was moved by her first and, it, you know, I'm, I'm reminded that, you know, like in a trial, you know, you've got to, you, you've got to hold your judgment until the end. And I thought she was, I thought she was effective. I thought she was appealing. I thought she was a sympathetic uh, person. Um, you know, it, it, I think her presentation was magnified by the fact that she wasn't challenged on her core 
claim that it was Kavanaugh. Yeah. Only in that last minute did uh, Rachel Mitchell raise the issue that nobody else supported you. The other people you have named as being there, none of them support you, Kavanaugh and three others. And that, that's the key to it. She may be sincere. She really believes this. But there's no evidence. There's no corroboration from anybody else. Um, and then I think when Kavanaugh testified, I mean, I just, I think uh, if your heart didn't break, you're not human. Um, what he clearly had been through, what his family has been through, it was, it was something very powerful. And I, I think he has the evidence on his side. They both were powerful. They were both compelling. But he has the evidence and that's where I, I, I hope he is confirmed. As I wrote in my column today, if I had a vote, it would be yes. Well, the other uh, uh, part of his testimony, both his opening statement and uh, what he sprinkled in throughout the Q&A with senators, the number of women and the quality of women uh, that are supporters of Brett Kavanaugh that rally to his defense in his darkest hour I thought, I mean, it was it would obviously moved him. I mean, that all these people would come to his aid when he most needed them, knowing that they would be vilified or they would be questioned or they would be dismissed. Uh, and uh, it's the, the women who had the press conference for him last Friday. It's the Georgetown prep women who signed the letter in response to that uh, scumbag Avenatti's uh, uh, antics. It's uh, the women who he's known since high school who were in the audience, obviously, in addition to his wife. Uh, to me, that was um, it was both poignant and powerful and persuasive. I agree completely. And look, this was a real trial by fire. Uh, it was a trial by fire for him. And I believe he's going to come out OK on it. Um, it was a, it's also a trial by fire for the Republican Party. Uh, I think Lindsey Graham just clarified oh, everything yeah. with that uh, speech that it, it felt like it was just burning the air, burning away all the junk in the air and clarifying what was at stake. And I think it will be, I hope it will be something of a, of a trial by fire, and it already has been, but a clarifying moment for our culture. I mean, that there's got to be limits here. You cannot, it cannot be driven solely by what you want. Uh, every, every tactic is acceptable. There's no limit. There are no rules. If you want it, that's enough that to do anything. I mean, that way lies madness, and that way lies violence. And I think we're getting very, very close. So I'm hopeful that this at least if the Republican Party now stands for something and doesn't let itself get pushed around, I think more people will rally to that. And I think eventually even many Democrats will say, okay, that's enough. That's too far. We have our differences. We believe in some very different things about the role of government, et cetera. But there has to be limits on how we approach this. Let's Let's talk. Let's negotiate. Well, do you Let's think, do it in good faith. Yeah. Do you think Lindsey Graham, I mean, he said, you know, I supported Kagan and Sonia Sotomayor, and what you're doing to him is wrong. You know, we went through that. We played his audio because it was very yeah. moving. Do you think he's the one who got to those undecided Republicans, or was it Kavanaugh himself, or a little bit I of I think both? it was a combination. I think that uh, one without the other wouldn't have been complete. Yep. Um, and so I think that 
by his support for Kavanaugh and by his denunciation of the tactics employed. Um, you know, I think all the, all the Republicans, I mean, John Cornyn, uh, uh, Mike Lee, they were all very upset by the way Dianne Feinstein, uh, Feinstein handled this. Uh, I, 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 uh, Lindsey Graham said at one point, we, I feel ambushed. And I think that was a real break for the Republicans, that this is not, these are not good faith tactics. These people whom Graham called, they, they, they have been my friends, almost a, a past tense. Uh, they broke something there. And so I think he, he called it. He blew the whistle on it, just as President Trump had several days earlier in his press conference. I, I think it had gone too far, and it was pulled back at the last minute. And I, I'm really grateful for Lindsey Graham for do, and for Kavanaugh for having the strength mm -hmm. to do what he did. He is Michael Goodwin. He's New York Post columnist and Fox News contributor. Michael, thanks as always for joining us. Appreciate it. My pleasure, guys. Thank you. Take care. And he joined us on our turnkey.proanswer line. The more you listen, the more you listen, the more you'll know. This is Chicago's Morning Answer. Morning Answer on AM560. The Answer. 